So I want to talk about um, using teaching evaluations as um, some sort of measure of um, teaching effectiveness. Um, it, it's, it always strikes me as something that's really interesting that that is a measure of teaching effectiveness, an external rating of um, you know, the people that you're trying to teach in um, immediately or before the course is actually done on, um, you know, what was their thoughts of the particular course. And it seems like it's perfectly reasonable, but it doesn't take into a lot of accounts. In fact, like, the research on this, like, if you just look it up, um, teaching evaluations, they're just incredibly biased in many different ways. Um, they're it, there, there's not a very strong correlation between teaching effectiveness and um, teaching evaluations, and yet they're still performed, they're still used. And it strikes me as an interesting institutional norm that um, is established and that doesn't disappear, even though they, they generally penalize um, underrepresented groups. Um, they, because that's that's the the bias that there there tends to be, um, you know. It generally, from what I understand, um, you know, what I have done over the years, I've been teaching for a number of years now, is I'll do a major revamp in the course and see if that it affects teaching evaluations. It absolutely doesn't. Um, I won't do anything through anything different from previous. Um, you know, times I teach a course, and it will jump up or jump down, and there'll be absolutely no change. And, you know, the, the actual treatment effect of doing any particular interventions, I think are really, really uh, minuscule of thinking about how you can effectively improve with your teaching. Um, and, you know, we get mixed up in terms of thinking of what are we trying to teach here? Are we trying to teach knowledge? Um, or, you know, something that is going to change somebody's perspective in, in 10 years? Or how somebody felt during the um, discussion? Uh, those are two different things. They have totally different outcomes. Because I often feel when I'm learning, I feel like really anxious. Um, I don't feel good. And then I look back and I think, you know, actually, that was pretty useful. I look at like many of the courses that I personally have taken, and I didn't like them. Um, and I probably didn't like the instructor at the same time. And then I look back, and they were actually really useful in terms of me, um, you know, viewing the world. So uh, there is a lot of things that are going on with it. And if you talk to actually most most professors, most people actually don't even pay attention to them. Um, in terms of what's going on. That's the general consensus. Uh, unless, probably, unless you're top rated, then you, then you um, pay attention to them. But most people, it sort of fluctuates in, in the middle range, right? Like, we're all kind of average for the most part. So um, lots of people just don't pay attention to teaching evaluations. So it's just an interesting phenomenon that it's still part of the institutional environment. It's kind of like, I always view it as like time change, right? Like. Um, the daylight savings time change, it doesn't do anything, it's completely ineffective, 
Um, and yet people still end up using it or still end up doing it. And we all have to do it. And it's a complete waste of time um, in terms of, you know, the effectiveness of these kind of things. Now, a better way to assess teaching effectiveness or to improve teaching abilities is to have mandatory, um, you know, mandatory teaching sessions or courses on how to teach more effectively, that might actually improve scores a heck of a lot more um, in general. However, you know, that doesn't, it doesn't take into account that it's still a very subjective um, evaluation based on, um, you know, in my experience, many students don't even show up and so you have this huge selection bias. Um, you either get the sort of poles of, of the distribution, right? You either get, like, people being very excited or people not being excited. Then we also have the bias based on, like, outcomes. People see their outcomes. And then they, um, you know, have a bias response in, in, in response to that. Um, you know, there's just generally... It's a really challenging thing. Um, and I think any attempt to tie, um, you know, performance and teaching evaluations, just like a lot of things in, in academia just uh, don't match up uh, in terms of what we're doing, right? So instead of measuring the actual outcomes of you showing up and doing the work and all that kind of stuff, people measure these sort of weird subjective outcomes that, um, you know, that don't necessarily match up with what we're doing. Uh, and, and, you know, this creates a, a, a massive problem if you look at, um, you know, across the board in terms of how people struggle with, most professors are going to tell you that they really struggle with this kind of stuff. Um, it's entirely not rewarding for most people. Um, so, you know, it's something that I don't think is actually really effective in any sort of way. So we should start thinking about ways to make this more effective. So the one outcome I suggested is get rid of teaching evaluations. However, have um, mandatory CE, right? Continuing education. Maybe it's five hours per semester or something along those lines where you learn about different teaching techniques that might actually improve things. Um, maybe you have, uh, I don't know, accreditation bodies, I guess, where people uh, might come around and sort of look at standardized teaching techniques across the board, right? So somebody that's going to assess what's going to go on, um, maybe that might be more effective for individuals. Um, you know, that's, that's very time-consuming, and it goes against what currently is being done. I think the best measure is to come up with assessments for five years out and ten years out of the course and, um, you know, see what the sort of knowledge retention rates are from that. And the problem is it's really hard to do, and because it's five to ten years out, um, a lot of people are not, you know, not around. There's all sorts of problems with that. Um, so, like, the current scheme 
is not necessarily effective is what I'm getting at in terms of the, you know, we have this sort of nice idea that, you know, performance is supposed to correlate with how you're measuring it. But in, in often there's, there's just so many cases where um, outcomes that you're measuring are not the things that you're intending that you should actually measure. So um, what we should maybe do is, is sort of think about how we can um, tackle this problem in a more effective way, where that we're getting at more closely in terms of the behaviors that you actually want, right? Even the fact that you're measuring it at the end of a course and you get that information, um, it's, too, it, it, it's too far past to actually make any sort of changes to what you actually can do. Um, it's not an effective measure or way of learning and sort of adapting. So I just want to point that out that um, we really need to start thinking about this. Um, I'm not going to be the one to sort of push it forward. Um, but it is not an effective tool in terms of improving um, continuous improvement. And you can think about different things like that that you might actually measure they're generally not very effective um, to measure these things, these sort of subjective things after the fact. We need to start assessing them. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.